what do you want to do? And nobody else will fool with you. Y'all, I really been listening to Paramore like all day before I came to the studio, man. It's DJ Eakin, the DJ Eakin podcast. We are officially back. Of course, this does not happen without the one, the only, the lovely, and now the missed. There are fake profiles of her, Melissa <laughs> L. Whoa! Let's get right into it, man. How you doing, Melissa? I'm good, Ethan. Good, vibing and thriving as usual. Yeah, um, like that. Hey, man. Hey, man. I don't know. You know, I see it a lot. Like I'm on social media more than enough, right? And I see people talking about this is not me. Uh, report this profile. But it's been a little minute since somebody as close to me as you are has been duplicated out there in the world of social media. Um. Is your, is your status going up? Because when they start duplicating your page like that, when they start when they start feeling a need to make another one of you, that's saying a lot, Melissa. No, you're like the the fifth person to tell me, oh, you must be getting popular, and I'm like, honestly, I think it's just they take a you know not to toot my own horn, but I'm going to. They take a pretty girl's profile and then they hold just on. Like, okay, we- that's Melissa tooting her own horn. <laughs> no, <Nah>, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't, goddamn right I am. Um, but no, like that's that's what I took it as. I don't. It's weird though. I mean, I don't. Well, know. you know, I, you, well, you know. Once I found out, I had a couple of questions, and 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 so, um, you know, um, Jason is going to serve as judge here. So, Your Honor, struck instruct the witness, please, that to answer truthfully. <laughs> I do not wish to treat the witness as hostile, so I hope that she stays calm. But when did this occur, Melissa? That 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 your profile kind of got duplicated. What when where what did that happen like this week, a couple of days ago? Cause I don't know if I'm getting wind of it late. I think it was it's been a few days. It's just been a few days. Okay, okay. So when it happened, when did you discover it? Did you wake up and discover it? Did someone send it to you? Um, how did you discover that there was another Melissa L on the internet? So, um, I think it was like in the after, I know I woke up actually. And someone from high school who I still keep in contact with sent me a message, but I guess, okay. So they sent me a message trying to send me the profile, but I cannot see the profile. Uh, so it just says this user cannot be found. So I was like, it looks like a written message. So I'm like, that's weird. Why would oh, you so that? so the person that duplicated you was pretty smart. <laughs> they probably blocked you because that's usually what happens. I think I think more, normally the person that they're duplicating, they block them so that they can't see it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like they, so that way, if I try to just share exactly it with you, right. you can't see it. So I got to actually screenshot it, which I will do because I'm a screenshot champion mm-hmm. and I will send it to you. Now, I think a little bit of an issue here that I have that I'd like to address first is you're saying you woke up, Melissa. Does that mean that you were sleeping in the middle of the day? Uh, on the day that it was sent to me. Yeah. Um, oh, I, oh, I like this. Uh, Melissa L. Second account. DM me for more information. Oh, 30 days free subscription to my fan page. Oh, they even oh they even got a they even got a link for you out here, huh? Oh, my 18 plus content here. Oh, they was ready to go in, Melissa. They was, you know what's so crazy? I don't know if they followed me or requested me or sent me anything, because I would have been quick to be like, wait a damn minute. <sighs> Melissa, they got 
that's exactly what happened. People started sending me messages. Well, when people start saying that, you know, that hit my 18 plus content here and then there's this tiny picture which you know what i'm such a nice guy i would never click on this little picture hold on a second <laughs> okay no i didn't i didn't click on it. i swear I <laughs> you know it says fanpage.com i i get myself into something in this little podcast right here um melissa Melissa, I, I must say, you, you, you're getting pretty heavy out in these streets when you when they start duplicating your page. That means they like what they see, in Melissa. You know what? Maybe you're having too much fun, Melissa. Have you ever thought about that? Maybe you're having too much fun out here on this internet. Ain't no such thing as too much fun, only not enough. <laughs> oh, Melissa, L with the and they and they and they wait because your normal page is the underscores before your name, right? Uh, I think on like TikTok, I can't remember which one has the underscore first. I think it's my Instagram. So yeah, you're right. <laughs> this, this is how you know when somebody's getting too famous and getting way too much money. They can't even remember like, well, you, you, I, I don't even remember how my profile no. goes. <sighs> well, listen, uh, uh, a couple of things no, I want to. like somebody asking. Melissa, a couple of things I want to do today. Uh, my man Tom G is going to be joining me later, and I know that you have to get out of here. But one of the things I wanted to do today, because to me, this never seems to really happen. And and I, I wouldn't say before somebody comes back and goes, Eakin, man, chicks are doing this all over the world. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that I don't normally see it or someone close to me. You know, because I'm sitting in a barbershop a lot of times when these things happen, right? We talk about these records and these albums and that sort of thing. So what I wanted to do was I wanted to get a firsthand female perspective on the new 21 savage and drake album because i'm tired of drake's name being first like 21 savage don't even matter but the 21 savage and drake album her loss and you did listen to the whole you listened to the album right i did um uh -uh, no feedback yet no feedback yet i just want to know did you listen to it you did listen to it i did now before the album dropped were you excited? Were you looking were you looking forward to be like that person that listens to it? Are you that person that wants to hear Drake at midnight or that new album at midnight? Is there anybody that you're like, man, when midnight comes, I'm on that right then? Um, I listen to Rihanna's drop at midnight. Okay. When she drops her song. Yeah. Um, Drake, not since goodness. Where's that what was the name of the album where he's like dressed like an old man? It's not Take Care, obviously. It's I think it's the one I don't even know what it's called. And after that, like, no, no. Drake hasn't been hitting since, like, views for me. Oh, wow. So, wait, you're, wait a minute. Hold on. This is almost unheard of. So, dare I say, and we're going to get into the album in a second. Are you trying to tell me that you actually know females that are tired of Drake? Um, no, I think females eat it up every single time. Oh, okay. Um, I was going to say, because yeah. I was going to say, the Drake mojo was kind of crazy. Drake is the cheat code from what I understand. Drake is the cheat code. Um, He's really formulaic, if you think about it. Um, he normally puts out an album, like this is a different, I guess, but he normally puts out an album around like summertime, throws out a few bangers, you know, and then he normally will do, yeah, he'll do one around this time of the year, like I guess October or whatever, October's own and all that. But um, yeah, for me, he just hasn't been hitting since views. Like he's had a few singles here and there, right. but the body of work, nah. So we got her loss. First thoughts. What'd you think about it? 
wow. 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 It was, he woke up and chose violence, first of all. Um, it was giving zesty vibes, like all over. Wait, um, wait, 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 because I'm because what I'm not gonna do is I'm not gonna let my my fellas that rock with us here at this pod, right? I'm not gonna let them be confused because I'm a little confused, so I know when they're probably confused. So I'd like you to help us understand what zesty means. Oh, he was too sassy. He's sassier than me. And I'm a Latina that they threw extra adobo and sazon in. If you, if you feistier than me on a track, like, baby, you're zesty. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, look, I'm just, I'm, hey, look, man, nobody will ever say that I don't get the answers. Now you understand when Melissa L tells you you're zesty, hey, fellas, now you know exactly what it means. So, so we got, so your first take is that Drake is a little zesty. What, what else did you get out of the listen? Um, he definitely chose violence. There were so many shots on that album. Um, some of them were funny, but most of them were just uncalled for. Like I think in one verse, he said something about it was Soldier Boy. It was a shot directed at Soldier Boy. Um, I had to go and do a little research, honestly, because I thought he was only shooting down women. Uh, that's what it felt like. Um, <laughs> what you disagree? Well, I didn't want to jump in on your review, but now we're here. Um, I there's been a lot of there, there's there's almost seems like there's trying to be a, like a little lightweight cancellation movement happening on Drake because of what they're saying, like how his approach was to some females on this album or in particular. I know the Megan one has been pretty big and pretty outstanding. That everybody's talking about right that he he definitely chose violence when it came to her. But I have some issues with that one as well. But the album is called Her Loss. Right. And. By all accounts, Drake has been a pretty dope dude in this hip hop thing. Like he's been pretty cool with everybody or whatever. Do you think sometimes though that we take in this hip hop thing a little too literal, a little too I mean, because I I grew up in this hip hop thing, right? And to me, this to me on records and stuff is where you supposed to do this kind of stuff at, as opposed to the violence and stuff that we're seeing in other spaces, right? Like if you had an issue, you brought it to rap. You brought it to these rhymes. And if a person really was an MC, then they come back when they t- when it's their turn or they drop their joints and they they swing back. Do you is this generational or is this set of people are they having an issue with that? Is is it is it becoming like everything is? Oh my god, I can't believe he said that. He took this. It's this. It, it's giving me these vibes. Do you think we're doing that too much, or are you yourself? Is that how you're taking it? No, I think with Drake, um, there's a lot of things that bother me about this album and the last few that he's come out with. One, um, you're, you're not a gangster. Like, you are Aubrey Graham, who was on Degrassi, who played Jimmy. Like, you're, you're not you're not going to tell me that you're a street gangster. Like, like, I've been watching you since I was, like, 15. Like, come on. Like, let's, what's that new acronym people got? Uh, let's be FFR. Like, let's be fucking for real. Like, no. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> One. And then the thing is, it's like he doesn't come to men with this kind of energy. I don't ever see Drake really diss someone who's like on the same level as him or higher than him. That's a guy like directly. I I might have to do a research, a little research on that. And I may have to like I'll give you some examples. I mean, Meek Mill, he definitely didn't run from that beef. He didn't yeah. run from that at all. He he handled that honestly as well as it could be handled. Right now, Pusha T, that might be another issue. Like they, you know, because because the internet was all over that. Right, like Pusha T talked about your family and everything, and you didn't come back at him. But in the defense of that, right, 
it was supposedly the beef slowed down because of Jay Prince stepping in and other people thinking it was going to get too serious and this sort of thing. But I take it that you yourself and a lot of other people don't necessarily agree with that. You're thinking that Drake really don't want it with some of these dudes that are really bring it to his chest. I think so, because he's not I don't think if I remember correctly, but I don't really think he started any of those beefs. I don't really think he's the one that took the first jab. I think he played the defense. He wasn't the offense. So like calling out Serena Williams' husband or calling out this Ice Spice girl or whatever. Like, what did those people do to you? Like, what did those women do to you? Well, um, he had history, though, with those people, right? And, like, he's had history with Serena Williams. We know that. He has history. Um, I'm not sure what the history with Megan Thee Stallion is. <laughs> okay, but, but here's the thing with the Megan Thee Stallion thing, right? And here here's what I think that maybe someone brought this up and and I want to know do you think you can see it this way could he have literally just been talking about ass shots which is a big deal and how they call you stallion doesn't necessarily have to be her because that and even Megan said it in her tweet at first right when the girl said when the, when they first when it first all started Megan said that's what they called you know a, a thick female or whatever mm-hmm. uh if I'm not mistaken, uh, Lil Yachty has come out and, and spoken and said that this really wasn't for Megan. It was about girls getting ass shots. First of all, Lil Yachty need to go back to Minnesota where it's cold or whatever oh, to it Poland? is. You want him to go back to Poland? You know, listen, we haven't heard from Lil Yachty in forever. He need to go back to wherever he came out of. But honestly, you pose a really good question, and I thought about that too. Um, this goes back to even the beef he had with Kanye West, right, about Kim Kardashian, um, Drake. And with the Kiki song, Kiki, do you love me? Right? Okay. At that point, yes, Kanye was bugging, but he made a valid point. If you know what it sounds like, right? If it's, if you, if I say Riri, do you love me? And I say, no, I have a girlfriend in the hood whose name is Rakisha. Um, Now I'm not talking about Rihanna Drake. If you know what it sounds like and you put it out there and other people tell you that that's what it sounds like. And you're just like, nah, but that's not what I meant. It just looks crazy. Like, come on now. You knew what you were doing when you made that line. Like, I get it maybe to boost the tension. It is a double entendre. He is really good at, like, making double and triple meanings with phrases. But come on, man. Like, that wasn't the one. Like- yeah, but, but, but to your point, though, right there, and I'm, I'm kind of glad we're in this discussion. Could it be, though, that Drake is really emceeing? Because that's what, to me, it's about right everything doesn't have to be right in your face sometimes you got to be like wait a minute let me think about that because the line actually is the line actually is um the bitch lie about getting shots but she's still a stallion so getting shots is not getting shot yes and and again we could all say it's wordplay but what do you call it? What do we call these chicks out here when they thick like Megan is, which is why Megan calls herself Megan the Stallion. It's true. Um, I mean, women do call themselves Stallion, but I'm not, I, I can't with this one because my thing is, is like, if you know what it sounds like, and this is a peer of yours, they're both peers of yours, Tory Lanez and Meg the Stallion. Um, I don't really think he has any allegiance to Tory Lanez. I think they had a beef. And I mean, I don't know if he has any allegiance to Meg Thee Stallion, but these are your peers. You know what it sounds like. You still put it out there. This woman said, hey, this was a very traumatizing event for me. Why even come up with something that sounds even a little bit like it's a snub? 
um, because it's rap. Like, and here's here's my this is my thing, and this is my whole beef with all of this, right? This is rap music. This is entertainment, right? Like rap, rap is a sport. Even Jay-Z has said that he's one of the best to ever do it. Now it seems like we've gotten so far away from rap being a real sport that everything now has to be like, oh my God, you traumatized me. Now, now, and, and, and let's back up now. Let's back up because now I really want to get into this other part. Remember when Megan allegedly because that is what the law father told me i told me i have to say shouts out to my guy the law father when megan allegedly got shot i have said this and i will go on record for saying it again melissa you my girl if you get shot you don't owe the streets nothing go tell on who shot you if you know that megan did everything oh well i didn't want to tell on story well you know what a black man she kept going on live this and that and the other what are we gonna do on live you know what we're gonna do we're gonna do exactly what you just said we're gonna be in those comments we're gonna be making up our own assumption and then all of a sudden now we double down that tory did shoot but in the beginning these stories been everywhere and we just to me it would have been real simple because megan is not street like you just said about drake megan has never been street to me but what megan does do is come on the internet like she gangster and it's and and, and to to your point right it's almost like it's totally acceptable for megan to do anything like that like literally you just said Drake is not a gangster. Well, shit. We know Megan, college student that can rap that happens to be thick. We don't. Ain't nobody saying nothing about Megan. Got no history on the block. I don't know. I don't. I know a little bit less about Megan Stallion's. No, and this isn't directed towards you personally. Don't don't. This, like this isn't to you personally. But like no, I said, no. to me, it's it's a both sides thing, right? Like 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 it's to me, and this is this is what I feel again, and I've said this as well. I don't think any female. I don't want no female to get shot. I, that's not how I'm living here. But how I'm living here is, look, man, we got to pick a struggle. If, if you got shot, then if this dude pulled out a gun and shot you, he's a man, first of all. Turn his ass in. I, ain't, ain't nobody out here, even street dudes, trying to hold Megan to no code of, don't tell on Tory, no snitching. Nobody. She went on live about 20 times. Um, you know, I think I, I'm gonna take that as a cultural thing. You know, that is a theme that we, you know, as a people, just kind of like, okay, I'm not gonna. I, I mean, I personally, I think if somebody shot me, like that's definitely like I'm gonna go tell on you. Um, but you know, I can't speak to why she didn't do that. But I mean, like, well, okay. she had a lot. She had a lot of reasons why she didn't do it. Like one in particular was, well, we know what cops are out here doing to black men. I was protected. She had every angle set, and that's that's my issue with this whole thing. It's like every angle is set, and also too, I know the world of music and artist marketing a little bit, and it always seems like Megan and Rock Nation got just the right steps going to keep her story and 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 how she moves to seem like. And and again, I'm not dissing her. Like I want her to be hurt or anything. But this whole okay. thing to me would have been cleared up in the very beginning if Tory shot me. Here's my statement. Here's exactly what happened. But we didn't get that. We got all this confusion. The Internet got involved and now it's everywhere. So then all of a sudden, anything that any other rapper says, they got to be taken aside. These are lyrics like this is what hip hop is. Hip hop is a sport. I cannot falter for, and I can't justify, nobody can really justify why she did the things that she did. I think people react to things differently. Now, what I will say is I do think that on Drake's part, it's a cheap shot. Like, that's like if somebody came out with a rap song today and was like, you know, talked about the Migos and how Takeoff just died. 
Like we would be like, damn, like that's a traumatic event that just happened to the, you know, this brother and this uncle. You don't just bring that up lightly. Um, you know, again, I don't think that all the things that she did were correct. Right. right? Um, with how she responded to it. But then again, it's like, how do you respond to, to something like that? And if she said it from her own mouth, like, hey, that was a very traumatic event for someone to almost make it like it was a joke. It's like, and I get what you're saying. I'm looking at it from both sides of the spectrum. I right. get what you're saying. Yes, this is rap. This is hip hop. Like anything is up for grabs. Like, you know, um, like the battle is lyrical, you know, but uh, I just, I, I, it's something in my, it just doesn't sit right to me that Drake found it okay and continues to find it okay to like just bash females sometimes the way he does. But he don't got that same energy when it comes to men. He, just like, had, he gave Kanye the same thing, leaking with the ops. Bitch, I did that for Jay, Jay Prince. Kanye. <laughs> Pretty clear. Kanye is at, a, is at a low point anyways right now. So it's like anybody could say anything about Kanye. It's, he didn't talk about Kanye when he was at his highest point. I don't know. He gave Kanye some in that in that Pusha T diss. He gave Kanye some. He gave Kanye a lot in that Pusha T diss. I don't, I just I don't know, man. Like I just I can't with that one. Like the the whole Meg the Stallion. I can't. Um, I think if someone says, "Hey, this is traumatizing for me," I mean, why why would you do that? I I don't know because I I think honestly I honestly like I said and and I may catch backlash for this. I think sometimes the traumatization, the whole trigger thing, it's becoming a crutch. I, I do. I just think that because I watch, like I said, again, I don't I don't know. Again, uh, and let me be clear with this. I don't know what happened that night between Megan and Tory Lanez. But I know if I was on Megan's team and mm-hmm. Megan would have gotten shot by Tory Lanez, I would have advised her. Let's go make a statement right now. Let's get this in. Let's get this on the on the record. This dude shot you. This is way past a, a record disc. This is this was your life right here. This dude and pulled the trigger on you. He if he managed to shoot you in the foot, that's luck for us because he ain't shoot you nowhere that really like put you out, put you, you know what I'm saying, put you down. So we can get past this, right? But we're gonna go and file this report. I don't know who's advising her or why she didn't do it exactly. So when but it wasn't, but it wasn't even a week later, we twerking online. We, we lovey-dovey. See, and, and so to me, and again, like I said, it's like I'm held accountable because you're giving out all these mixed signals. You don't have to give me anything. You understand what I'm saying? That's why, that's why the law father makes me say alleged because I wasn't there when right. the incident took place. So I have to say allegedly got shot. But everything else I got is from them giving it to me. And then they get mad when we get it out here. And Drake probably got even more info because of who he is. And right. so now the world is holding him accountable. It's like it's like at this point, what can Drake say? Anything Drake says in rap that might be putting somebody else down, somebody can turn around and go, oh, my God, I can't believe he dissed Kanye. Because like you just said, well, Kanye's at his lowest point. So is Drake wrong for that? All the all the shots Kanye's taking at him? I'm just saying that. I'm just waiting. You're not gonna come and tell me, oh, I'm a gangster rapper, but I pick on women and only people who I think are subpar below me at this moment. But Drake has really given it to everybody. Like, I mean, this album is called Her Loss. Have we forgotten that where we have we forgotten where this album where this album was going? Like, I think we forget that too, right? Like, like it's like watching the Terminator, right? And you'd be like, Why he killing all these people? The damn movie's called The Terminator. Okay, That's what but, he do here. And the only other thing that I will say about this album is he's smart. Um so when was it honestly never mind? No, the one before that. The dance certified album? Lover boy. Certified okay, lover certified lover boy. Yeah. Um, 
when I was listening to it, I even made, I think, like a tweet about it or something where I said, um, the only song worth a damn on this album is the one with 21 Savage. And I wasn't even a 21 Savage fan at that point, like at all. Like I was like, yeah, just, it's not for me. Right. Um, but it's the only song that was worth a damn. So now he made a whole album. <laughs> the last album was trash. Like and that no, last album was not trash. It just was what you didn't like. See, this is what happens no, to Drake. True. That's not true because hear me out. I listen to all genres of music, right? I like international music. I do listen to. I just I listen to a lot, not just hip hop, right? Right. Um, it was to me. It just wasn't a well executed uh, album. Like it was like you try to do it, but it just didn't work out for you. So now you come out with this album, and then you put 21 Savage on all the songs. Like that's, that's smart. It's actually really brilliant. Like, um, <laughs> considering, um, but yeah, no, you don't think it was like a even bigger help for 20, 21 Savage. No. I mean, Drake is Drake is known throughout the industry as the cheat code. So 21 Savage. And again, I, I think 21 did his thing on here. So this is not a slight toward 21 or his crew, but you're saying that you heard him on a song of 21, which two albums ago. And actually this last song, uh, I mean, the last album too, it was a big song on the dance album. It was a big song with, with 21 on there too. Right. Um, that, that a lot of people love. Um, but I would venture to say that 21 being on an album with Drake is even bigger for him. I think it helps him like uh, reach other people that maybe he hadn't, he wouldn't have had a reach to before. You think? Like, you think? Melissa, honestly, Melissa, Melissa, do you, do you think that 21 Savage, and again, this is not a diss to the brother because he does his thing for his, his audience and his core. They love him. But do you really think that him, Drake being on his platform was bigger than him being on Drake's platform? For this album at this moment, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, you on the, I, you in, you in the streets? Is that what the streets are saying? Is I mean, that what the, is that what the, is that what the streets is? Is that what they saying out there where they make those fake profiles at? Is that what they saying out there? <laughs> so stupid. Like logic. Like I understand what you're saying. Yes. Like Drake is a commercial success. He's interacting. People know him all over the world. Like Drake is Drake. I get that. Twenty One Savage. It's not that. But that doesn't mean that Twenty One Savage could not ever become that, right? So I, I agree guess, with that. Like, so yes, like it, Drake did elevate him at a point because it's not that I never heard of 21 Savage before he was on Certified Lover Boy. I heard of him before. I've heard some of his songs, but yeah, it, it got more reach. More people got to know who he was. Um, for this album, no, I think it was a really smart tactic on Drake's side too. Like, I think it was smart to have 21 Savage on it. Like, for their last two albums, the only songs that people really care about are the one with this one guy on it. Yeah, hell yeah, I'm gonna make an album with him on it. Well, let me get here. Well, let me get here then. Did you like any songs on the album? Is is there any song on the album that stood out to you? I didn't say I disliked any songs. Oh, okay. yeah, no, no, no. I did like some of the songs. Um, I did a quick like scan through. Like I can probably do more thorough. Um, I did like the spin of the spin spin about you. I think it was called. Oh, spin about you. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, that like, probably was that probably was dedicated to your type, so that would that would explain why you like my that. type. That, I, mean, I mean, like, <laughs> no, I mean, like a dude is into his chick, right? That's what that's what that pretty much is is summing up, right? Isn't that what that one's about? Let's see. There's one. I don't know if it, there's one where he he sampled Kylie Minogue, which I thought was dope. Um, the one more time. Okay. I'm oh, the uh, uh, the circle <laughs> circle local where he talks about having a a, a fur on a fur on in Tampa. In Tampa. <laughs> Yeah, that seemed to be a big one down here in the eight one three. 
I think my I favorite really joint on there is, is the Treacherous Twins. I, 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 that might be my joint on there. That that right there makes me feel like you know that one almost made me get a relationship. That one that one oh. almost made that one almost made me be like you know what I think I want to be in a relationship. Almost. Yeah. Almost, almost, it almost got right up there with the money, but not quite, not quite, not quite. Mm-mm. Is hoodie still in season? Who are you giving your hoodie to? <laughs> hey, let me tell you something right now. Let me tell you something right now. If I catch you at the door with my hoodie, you're getting a yank back. Hey, 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 where you going with that? Where you, where you going with that? Where you going with that? Let me get that hoodie back. I, hey, I, hey, I ain't tell you put it on, mess your hair up. Get my hoodie back. Um, <laughs> hey, so if we got five stars going, what does what does her loss get out of five stars? 3.5. 3.5. Yep. And is that only because he teamed up with 21 Savage or is that really what you think it should get? It's what I think it should get, honestly. Um, I think, um, I don't know. I feel like the, the light around Drake is like dimming for me. Personally, um, I feel like it feels uninspired. It feels like the last few albums of his, it's what it feels like. Like I really haven't felt like oh, excitement, like, oh my God, like a Drake album is dropping. I mean, literally since maybe like 2016, 2017, a lot of it has just been formulaic. Um, it feels uninspired. It feels like I hear about the same thing every album, just to a different tune. So, yeah. And, and the whole, like, I'm a gangster thing, I, I can't do it. Like, I mean, I feel like Drake has a new persona with every album he puts out. Like, he talks to me in different accents. Like, we, we like, like, what's going on, man? Like, just be you. Like, just. Man, let me tell you something. This dude, his name is, uh, um, I'll just call him Mr. Reeves over at Rolling Stone. I don't know what kind of beef this dude got with Drake, but this, this was his title to his article on the album. Her loss is a misfire that Drake will hopefully <laughs> learn from. I will say this. I didn't think I heard people I because, you know, you, you, you talk to a bunch of dudes when they immediately hear. Right. I was getting hit up after midnight. It's a classic. And I was watching Twitter. Let me tell you something oh. right now. Seriously. It is far from a classic. Far, mm-hmm. far, like way far from a classic. Mm-hmm. It's a decent album. It's a, it's a decent listen. And I still tell people all day and I watch the academics go all in. And that, that's why I know, like. There's a there's a generational difference in the way that I view hip hop and the way that a lot of these kids view, view hip hop. And I'm not mad at it because at one point I was them. Right. So I'm yeah. sure that my uncles and them were like, bro, that that music sucks. You know what I'm saying? But I watched the academic go in and about how much this was like such a great album and how it was classic. And then one thing that he said that really stuck with me um, was he said Kendrick's album came and went. Right. And that was a better work of art. Man, let me tell you something. That Kendrick album is still to this day I'm riding with it. And I'm hearing something new every single day because to your point, right, it wasn't just I shot you. I killed you. Uh, your baby mama loved me. Give me all your money. And you, you see you see all this drip I got on. Right. It was a much it was a much better body of work. Right now. And I, I always remember the video that Beyonce said. Beyonce said we aren't putting together bodies of work anymore. Um you know, and I, and I think it's because it's a couple of things. I think, I think one of the biggest things is because we're chasing numbers. And when you're chasing numbers, you're not worried about quality. You're worried about quantity, you know. It's funny and, you bring up the Beyonce clip because I made a, I think I made a tweet about it or I made a joke um, about honestly, never mind. I was like, Drake attempted what Beyonce succeeded in. Like, it was like you try to tap into that that style of music right. um, and was completely unsuccessful. 
um, because I mean, there were like one or two songs on there, like, okay, this is cool. But as a body of work, like, no, it was trash. Um, and then Beyonce came out with hers, no promo, no nothing. And it was a master. It is a masterpiece. I'm still listening to that one. Same as with the Kendrick Lamar. Well, album. Do, you, do you have a slant on your thought process though? Because you're a you're an honorary member of the Beehive. Is that you mean? Because you know, I'm not. I actually like Jay Z more than I like Beyonce. Jay Z is one of my favorite rappers. Well, that would make Beyonce. you an honorary member of the Beehive, right there. See, because you like Jay Z, and so Beyonce comes by proxy. Never been too crazy about her. Like I've always, you know, granted I sing, you know, sometimes here and there. So I recognize like, obviously she's an amazing singer. She's an amazing um, entertainer. That level of like work ethic is insane. Right. Um, I respect it, you know, but I'm not the person that's like, oh my God, I love Beyonce. She could do no wrong. Like, no, it's not that. But this album was a masterpiece. Can I tell you a fun I, fact? Listening. I have never ever in my entire life heard a Beyonce album from beginning to end. This is the first time I listened to, well, no, Lemonade, this one, and um, the one where Partition is on it, or the those, those three albums I have heard from beginning to end, not any other project of hers. Like, I like Beyonce a lot. I'm just not a fan like that, that I'll be like, I just want to hear this album from beginning. I just I just have never have. Like, and I and I, I think I love how she moves. I, I respect what she's doing. And I don't know, maybe does that make me weird, though, that I've never heard a whole Beyonce album? No, um, I don't think that makes you weird. I think, you know, a lot of people like, again, people don't really listen to bodies of work. But I know with Beyonce, like, too. I mean, I could I mean, I. I don't really see that as being your steez. Like, I don't see you as like, you know what? I'm gonna wake up and listen to the Beyonce album. Like, you know, it's just- Girl, to let me, me tell you something right now. Hey, let me tell you something right now. You can't break my soul, okay? You can't break my soul, <laughs> just so you know, okay? You can't break my soul, just so we know. Um, I would say you give that album Renaissance a good listen though. Like, honestly, um, she just did a really good job of, you know, bringing that 90s, like house music sound um, a lot. Like it, it was, it was well done. The album. Okay. Well, yeah. I, well I, I, what I do appreciate is the fact that you gave me a female's perspective on the on the Drake album. Um, are you going to see Drake on the tour if he comes? Listen, I didn't see Drake already before. I'm good. Like, <laughs> so you don't, you you don't want to. So wait. So you're not. So wait. So do you do you have a bunch of females around you though? I mean, I know you don't really move in like a bunch of packs, but you got female friends. Are they excited that Drake might be going on tour? I mean, what's the? I'm trying to get what the female thing is. Like, what's what's the what's the what's the heat index in the streets right now when it comes to Drake? You know what? Like, I'm. I know that like girls around me like that i've you know like my club friends or club goer people they're like really excited about drake they're already using the the some well, phrases yeah, we know the captions yeah we know drake drake give you heavy captions yeah. yeah normally yes um this so of course i mean it's already it's already starting like people are like oh my god like i love this song people i'll spin about you and i'm like oh my god like the album literally just came out like relax right. let it breathe um, so I'm very sure that like women are extremely excited about the tour. Like, I feel like my bestie is going to probably hit me up at some point and be like, oh my God, we should go. And I'm yeah. going to be like, oh my God. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to look here. over there and be like, look who's here. I, I don't I'm know if it's, I don't know if it's the real profile or the fake one, but somebody's here that looks like <laughs> Melissa. That's all I'm saying. Hey, hey, let me, hey, I, I, I'm going to throw this out there. Okay. I think Drake kind of lose some of his powers every time he try to grow them braids. Am I wrong for saying that? <laughs> I think I think every time Drake grow braids, it get a little iffy with his superpowers. It just get a little iffy. It get a little iffy. 
Every time Drake goes with them with them braids, it gets a little bit iffy. You know, I think he's at his strongest when he's like Afro dusty beard Drake. I think when he that's when he's the boy, you know. Yes, in 2010, was it 2010? Maybe a little bit. No, after that, like 2013, 14 is when he kind of had like that dusty boy look. That is the only time that I thought Drake was semi-attractive. Drake looks like a thumb with eyebrows to me. Look, man, this is getting to be a much. Look, I, I, look I, I got the it's album review for you. Like, I'm not gonna sit on here and let you just tear up Aubrey Graham on this platform, and, and then I get, then we, then we get, we get, we lose our chance ever of getting an OVO interview with anybody because they'd be like, "You dissed the boy, Melissa I mean, dissed the boy." Tell me, I'm lying though. He looks like a thumb with eyebrows. Like, I haven't looked at Drake that closely. Well, I mean, we're talking about appearance, so let's do it. Um, like, I remember when I saw him in concert the first time. Um, I saw him at the USF. Uh, it was at USF. But yeah, it was, it was that like, was his first time here, USF Sundome. He yeah, yes. He was back there. in like 2010. Yeah, he, 2011, was super, he was super hot and it was his first time in Tampa. It was his first time, yes. And I paid like $50 for the ticket. Any seat in the house was a good one. Like, I remember when Drake came out, everyone was like, oh, he's lame. Like, he's lame. He even looked lame. Like, but his music was good and there was no denying of it, right? Okay. And then, like, I don't know if he got plastic surgery or, like, liposuction. Like, I do think he did something to himself because he looks massively different. Um, like, he's okay. Well, but, he, can, like, he can afford a trainer. He can afford better food now. He's eating much better. He lives I in a $70 million dollar house. I he is he Drake. Plastic. He is Drake. But, I mean, I think he had plastic surgery. Like, I, I do think he did something to himself. But he still looks like a thumb with eyebrows. And then he went and got those braids and it just... It's like, no, boo, like, don't do that. I'm not even sure how to defend Aubrey right now. Um, <laughs> I'm just not. I mean, look at your thumb, though. Let's, let's, just, let's just look at your thumb. You can't tell. I'm not lying. Like, he looks like a thumb with eyebrows. Hey, man, I'm going to stick up for the male population right now, Drake. I ain't looking at my thumb trying to think about if you look like it, just so we clear. I'm not even doing that. Um, but, <laughs> um. Well, I, I, I appreciate, you know, your reviewing of the Her Loss album. And, you know, I, like I said, I, I, you know, a lot, of, a lot of times I talk to dudes about this kind of thing. And I, I really just wanted to get like a female's perspective, especially with it being Drake. Right. Drake is so super heavy and his fan base is you and you meaning female. Right. Like they like that's who moves the needle for Drake. And I'll never forget that Drake said that line. He said uh, 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 dudes will buy two copies and say that they bought one for their sister. Like. That is the mm-hmm. line of all lines right there. Like that 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 line is right up there with uh sweatpants, hair hair uh hair tied, chilling with no makeup on. Drake got some lines now. Both of them are from the same song. Yeah, like you know, Drake Drake got some them lines are right up there. So you know, I, I he's, he's jaded now. He went from loving us females to like The album know. is called Her Loss. It's a concept. I mean <sighs> What would you okay? Let me ask you this: Were you expecting to hear something else when you heard that when you saw the title "Her Loss"? I don't know what I was expecting, and then I saw the album artwork, and I was so confused. I was like, okay, like, like, is this gonna be a personal story about like one person? Is this gonna be just like? And she's she seems and look. Here's one thing I haven't heard: I haven't heard her have anything bad to say about being on that cover. It's kind of publicity for her, like. Girls, secure the bag. Like, get that bag. You didn't have to do anything crazy, but take a picture of your face. Girl, go on, player. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, that is uh, Melissa L's her her loss 
uh, 21 Savage and Drake album review. Uh, please share all comments if you agree or disagree with her, but share it on the proper profile because she's got a few out there. <laughs> so share it on the proper profile. Melissa, where can they find you at online? Because I know you got to get up out of here. Um, where can they find you at online? Uh, on Instagram, underscore Melissa L. L-E-L-L-E. And the underscore is before your name. The underscore is before my name. Yeah, see the correct. I'm just trying to make sure they get the correct profile because people out here, until you get your blue check, I'm trying to make sure that people understand who you really are because I know you, I know you're going to, hey, Jason just told me he's going to have to make some calls to try to get your blue check since people out here duplicating (laughs) your profile and things. We don't want no confusion when we trying to tag you. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Melissa L will be back next week. Uh, She's got to jump off right now. Uh, Stay tuned, man, because my man Tom G is going to come through and we talk a few things. Melissa as always, darling, I had fun hanging out with you. And, um, hey, man, um, let me go ahead and follow that other profile, too, because that one looks like it might I be. I hate it here. No, hey. you're going to report that. Stop playing with hey. me. Hey, that other profile might be zesty. <laughs> 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 I love you, girl. I'll talk to you soon, all right? Uh, we just kind of keep these things going, man. And as promised, man, I... I this dude right here is like super important to me, my family, man. And I'm so glad that he took the time to be here today on the DJ Aiken podcast, man. My brother, Team Fetty's own Tom G. <laughs> what up, bro? Big homie, what's going on, man? Hey, man. Hey, look, man. All I'm going to say is I've had this little podcast for a minute, man. And and I can't even say that you was you played me because you did. When I ran into you, you like, man, hey, when I'm going to get on the pod, man. And I kept saying, it ain't going to be right, though, till I have my brother on here because... You know, we've done a lot of things together, man. And you, like I said, you, you are one of the people that I, that I can always say, man, like you really made me feel like when I, even though I moved here, that Tampa was home to me, man. And that you, one of the reasons that I love it here, man. So I appreciate you taking the time, man, to sit down today, man. Man, definitely, man, definitely. You know, we family, man. Day one, you know. How long I done know you not, man? What we going to <laughs> Hey, I, I was a little pup in the game when I met you, bro. So I, I, I can't even play with it when it comes to you. I was a pup in the game. Woo! First couple of nah, gigs, man. You hey. always been a you always been a big dog, man. You know, um, your persona, man, the way you carry yourself, the way you handle your business, all that has always been big dog status, man, in my eyes, you know. I'm, I'm trying, man. I appreciate it, man. Hey, so so it's been a minute, man, since I've had a chance to talk to you, especially on the mic, man, and on the camera, man. So um your history is kind of speaks for itself, man. But you know, for those who don't know, as the best way that I can put it is is legendary status and, and a lot of people say legend in tampa i i venture to say bro like to me just that when i run into people the amount of people who know you and respect you it's florida it's the southeast it's it's in your name is 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 in a lot of hip-hop circles period you know what i'm saying right. but definitely your weight in the southeast man has and what you've done over the years yourself and your whole team fetty camp man um how does that feel man and what do you feel about your 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 place in this hip-hop thing since you've been doing it um, well, I feel like, you know, um, throughout the years, you know, uh, in the beginning, you know, it was kind of like a work in progress, you know what I'm saying? Me being a new new kid on the block, you know, in the beginning part and then working my way through and then, you know what I'm saying, um, people thinking I was a juke artist and this, that and so forth and, you know, and I worked through that and went to showing people I really do the mixtape circuits just like the Waynes and just like the, you know what I'm saying, like the top rappers that, you know, was doing it when I first started and, um, we still relevant to this day. And then it's like, it's almost like we 
kind of built like a trap. I, I kind of like base myself on building a trust system with the community, with the state, with with everybody, not just Tampa, you know, with the whole state of Florida. You know what I'm saying? I go to city to city all around Florida, all around Georgia, all the way up to Atlanta, man. And they just know me for being solid, bro. I just, I just base my thing on being solid and just, you know what I'm saying, being a, a trustworthy person that people can chop it up with, whether it's something personal or whether we talk about music or whether you need some advice on certain levels or whatever it is, you know, if I could be a, you know, a, a, a helping hand on any type of level, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I kind of thrive on that. Right. Your, your consistency in this game is, is, is well documented, man, what you've done and how, like I said, how you've stayed in, like you said, even your elevation and, and where you are now. Um, right. what do you, what do you see for the next move for yourself and team Fetty? Uh, well, you know, we, we looking to, you know, sign a lot of artists, you know what I'm saying? We looking for that talent, but we looking for, we looking for a certain kind of talent. We're not, you know, we're not looking for a lot of kind of what's going on now. We're looking for what's going on now, but we're looking for the humble, the humble uh, side of it. Um, a lot of artists today, they kind of into the, you know, the know-it-all and they, they got all the answers, but I think it's a lot, it has a lot to do with, you know, just the internet and the world being so accessible and the world being one click away. Everybody just has in the back of their mind, like, hey, I can do this. I can, you know, anything's possible. And, 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 and some people, you know, they'll, they'll take that internet thing and um, sometimes the internet, the internet can create a, a facade mentally in people's minds where they don't really understand that you still need to know the genetics of the game to really, you know, move to the next level with it. So I'm just looking for people to, um, looking to work with people that's willing to listen, you know what I'm saying? So I can take, you know, some of my experiences or all of my experiences, even some of my mistakes and some of my downfalls that made me more of a, a, a aggressor in the game as far as like trying to, get to the next level of, you know what I mean? I can use some of that to help, you know, somebody else get to the next level as well. Right. So are, are, are we, are we hearing that you're stepping away from Tom G, the artist? Uh, Definitely not. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. I, I just I just want some clarity, man, because I you know you you, yeah. you jump right out with we're signing. Yeah. You know we were looking for talent. I was like, wait a minute. Does yeah. that mean that Tom G is stepping away? So so is in this in this what you're doing next? And and just so I can be clear, and I, I want to get out the right message, man. Because anything you're doing, right. I want to make sure people know about it. Because like again, I haven't talked to you in a minute, so this is kind of even info to me. I'm I'm glad to be hearing it. So basically, yeah. on some like. Uh, I guess you you still being an artist, kind of like the Wayne situation with Drake, like in the Nikki thing of kind of walking right beside them and doing right. stuff with them, but also helping to develop and, and help that next talent break break out. Yeah, exactly. Because you know, as an artist, as a true artist, you'll never you'll never get rid of that 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 um you know what I'm saying that niche for the game. You'll never get rid of that itch for the game. You know what I'm saying? Especially and, and especially in my and from my standpoint, I still got like um goals that you know that I done wrote out for myself that I want to accomplish as an artist you know what I'm saying so I'm still on that tip as far as Tom G you know what I'm saying so I ain't walk I'm definitely not walking away from Tom G the artist I just know that at the same time I'm solidifying myself on a level where it's time for me to start bringing in some different artists and kind of like you know what I'm saying making some power moves with some artists which we already have been doing but I'm ready to do it on another type of level you know what I'm saying right. I'm ready to start a powerhouse label basically you know right. what I mean Tom, Tom, we've heard like lots of people tell stories of how dope you are and the things that they've seen you accomplish. And right. we've also seen people say stuff like, man, why isn't Tom G bigger? Why isn't Tom G this? Or why didn't Team Fetty go to that? When you when you hear that kind of stuff, what, what, do, what, do, you, what, do, you, what do you say to that? Um, I just say, man, it's all in God's timing. Because, right. you know, 
you, you had a you had a time where people were saying that and then boom we hit the BET awards. You know what I'm saying? It was like that was like a nah dog, you gotta wait till God you know what I'm saying? Say it's time for Tom to do this. Or when God says it's time for Team Fetty to do this, you know what I'm saying? You can't just judge it off of what you see. And then on top of that, what do you what do you really judge as success? Like, because if we talking about getting booked for shows, if we talking about locking down readers, if we talking about making money to take care of families off streaming, if we talking about, you know what I'm saying? If we, if we really talking about doing events where we doing double digit numbers and bringing the city out because we have built that type of rapport with the city or the state. And, you know, then, I mean, it, it just depends on how you, how you measure success or how you measure making it, you know what I'm saying? Because at first I used to get caught up in, I understand what people saying. They, they want to see Tom on a little Wayne, you know what I'm saying? At his peak moment, or they want to see Tom at a Drake level. They want to see, and I get, I do too. Right. I do too. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I'm not going to discredit, I'm not going to discredit what me and my team have worked hard for and what we have, what we've accomplished. That, that's like, that's like somebody looking past, yeah, 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 you're doing this and you're doing that, but you really, nah, 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 nah. We're going we gonna to appreciate what we have accomplished, you know what I'm saying? Right. Thus far on the journey, we're going to enjoy the journey. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, man, because I, Man, let me say. Yeah, speaking of the journey, bro. Like, Tom, you wrote a book, bro. Right. <laughs> Tom, that's let, 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 let me say it again, bro. You, we do movies, right? You, yeah. I didn't even get to the fact that you made a full blown movie that I sat in a the theater and watched, right? <laughs> but you, you wrote a book, bro. Did you? When you let me and seriously. When you started this, right, and like, and and like I said, I know a lot of, of your team, man, and shouts out to the whole entire fam, man. There's my brothers and cousins, and however it go, whoever I meet, that's with you. It's all love for me, right? Did you Anybody ever? Did you ever see Tom G. Author? I mean, other than your lyrics, of course. Did you ever see? I'm gonna have a book one day that I penned. It's gonna be there. Um, I always been that type of person, though, like. Okay, when I when I first started doing my rap thing, I'm like, okay, we done dominated our section with the rap. We done dominated the mixtape game. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now everybody started doing mixtapes. We basically I started the mixtape game down here in Tampa, Florida. You know what I'm saying? Like the the real volume for volume. Like I'm talking about, I probably got like 50 mixtapes. You know what I'm saying? And that's like no cap. So I started that and and, and that became a trend. And then I said, well, what else I'm going to do? You know what I'm saying? I don't lock my section with the music. Okay, so what else I'm going to do? What I, what am I doing that these other cats ain't doing? You know what right. I'm saying? Like, what am I going to do to separate myself from being just a rapper? Because everybody's starting to say they rappers now. Everybody's starting to say they just, they just as good as Tom now. They doing it or they better than Tom now. Okay, so how can I keep myself separating from the pack? All right, I'm going to write a book. Bam, let me do that because ain't no, ain't no rappers writing no books. So that's how I'm gonna keep separating myself from the pack. Boom. Then after I do that, I mean, ain't no, ain't no, ain't no I ain't seen no rapper still write a book yet. You know what I'm saying? Right. But then let me go further with it. Let me put a movie out. You know what I'm saying? In my section, I don't know. Maybe some rappers have put movies out. I'm sure they have. You know what I'm saying? Because that's kind of like what we do anyway, as far as like when we shoot music videos, that's almost like a miniature movie anyway. Right. You know what I'm saying? But let me put a movie out. Bam. I do that. And I haven't officially released the movie yet, but you know what I'm saying? I did a um kind of like a, a soft viewing, which you came to. Right. And uh that's it. I'm working on the second movie, working on the second book, but I'm gonna just always keep myself, you know, separate from everybody. So like when we in the room, we in the room, but we not in the same rooms though. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. 
one of the things I found about this this new generation, right? And and that quick story, right? So I'm I'm talking to a, a little chick. She's she's 14 years old, right? And I'm asking her because I'm I'm talking about the content thing, and I'm she's she's kind of working on her YouTube channel, and she literally said to me, she was like. Eakin, when I when I first started putting out content, like I would stand in, I would be like, I messed up and this, that, and the other. She said, so then I ain't even care no more. If it had a mess up in it, I just put it up. But then I'd fix it yeah. the next time, right? You seem right. to have this theory of not so much the, the mess up part, but you seem to have that young, energetic mind, you and your team of like, we gonna do this and ask questions on the back end. Is that, right. has that always been your mindset? That's my motto. Ever since, um, I got this homegirl, shout out uh, to Sakia, one of my homegirls. She uh, she told me this like years ago, cause I, I used to always be trying to like, uh, and shout out to Pito, he, he's more so that type of person where he wants to make the the, the, the calculated moves and you know what I'm saying? We want right. to watch and study and, 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 and make the right strike. I'm right. more of the, nah, let's go. Nah, like, nah. And then ever since then, you know, we do we do a little bit of both, you know what I'm saying? But ever since when Sakia told me, she was like, man, I said, man, I'm waiting on this, I'm waiting on that. She was like, man, you're going to be waiting forever. Just don't. She said, it ain't going to never be all good. It ain't going to never all be together for you for the perfect moment. You know what I'm saying? You got to just go right now, bro. Right. You got to go right now. Like, just ask questions later. Just go. Even if you ain't got all the money to do something, just start it. You know what I'm saying? And let God lead you on the other, on the other, on the back end. You know what I'm saying? Uh, somebody might see what you're doing and want to invest in it and just go, bro. Like, like, you know how many, you know how many people sitting on million dollar ideas and they just sitting on them because they just waiting. You know what I'm saying? Right. Now I'm going to just go. I'm about to open a restaurant. On That's another one. I'm just finna go on. I'm just finna go, kid. <laughs> you know, I, I knew this conversation would go places that I'll be like, we here now. Yeah. <laughs> been watching your little instagram right and i say little lightly because it, it, it kind of be going it, it's a lot of action on your instagram and yeah. you, you're out here with the tommy eats hashtag is it tommy tommy eats tommy cooks what what is it what is it tommy what is it tommy in the kitchen tommy in the kitchen right you, you got your little tommy in the kitchen hashtag flying around right and i'm not trying to be disrespectful saying little hashtag but it's a, are you really nice like that in the kitchen because I, you never know with videos you never know with videos Bro, I'm I'm like that in the kitchen, but I ain't like the best. Right. I ain't the best, but, but I definitely like. When you come to the house, kid, I, I'm gonna get you right, dog. I'm gonna get you right. Like, what what's your favorite food? Your favorite meal? Um, I I mean I'm I'm big on fish. I'm big on like fish, a lot of fish. But you know, and I've had a craving lately though. Like, and this come from my grandmother. Yeah. And, you know, my parents are really from the <laughs> south. Pork, yeah. I, I, uh, pork chops. I, 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 somebody can make me some good pork chops, bro. I, I'm liable to be like, hey, be like, are you at my house again? I'm like, hey, man, let me, let me get some more of them pork chops, bro. And then and everybody fried can't make them, huh? Fried pork, fried, yeah, fried the bake. If you, it, it, bro, it, it, I don't eat them a lot. Like I try to eat pork chops, maybe like only like once a month, twice a month, whatever. But some people it seem like what, what, what they say in the hood, man. Like they put their foot in them pork chops, and I'd be like, man, I, I need to come over your house again, like <laughs> you know. So everybody don't make them the same. It just don't be the same. And I miss my grandmother, man. God rest her soul. When grandma used to make them, boy, she used to, she used to bake them, boy. They come out there, I'd be like, where's all this extra juice and moistness coming from when she bake them? I'd be like, this is just next. And 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 I and even to my mom's credit, right? Like I got all the seasonings in my cabinet, Tom. I'll bake something. And I'd be like, okay, I'll taste the seasoning. My mom come in. We don't go to no store. She go in that same cabinet. Her right. seasoning all down in the meat. Tom, I'm up in there like, this is yeah. different, mom. What you do? She's like, yeah. you know, that's that touch. Is that, is that yeah. what Tom G got? That touch? Yeah, that touch, dog. That touch. <laughs> 
You know what I'm saying? That touch. Because, you know, uh, just growing up, watching my mama, gr- watching my grandma, you know what I'm saying? And then um, in high school, I took a little bit of culinary at Blake High School. I took a little bit of culinary. Okay. I used to be, yeah, I used to be into the baking thing a little bit. But then, um, I don't know, one day it just clicked, dog. And I just started cooking. Like, my wife don't do no cooking at it. Like, no cooking, bro. She don't yeah, do no cooking. No, she, like... I won't even let her do it. Like I'm just, I'm in there. Know what I'm saying? I'm in there. She might whip up something every now and then, but I'm in there. Right. So let yeah. me ask you this then, because I'm, you know, you you seeing Trick Daddy online. You see a couple of little other other artists that are out you here see, doing their thing. I told Trick. I told Trick I was smoking. Oh yeah, that was gonna be my question. Is it? <laughs> you know, if we had a versus in the kitchen, can anybody can anybody handle you that you've seen online so far? Nah, nah, much, much respect. Trick definitely can cook. You know, I just told right. him I was smoking. I told him I was smoking because I'm like, yeah, I'm the, I'm the young kid on the block with the pots now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. Yeah. You know, I was teasing at him um, backstage at the concert when they came to Tampa. Right. But, um, yeah, yeah, um, Trick can cook. Um, Papa Duck can cook. You know Papa Duck, right? Yeah, I know. I know Papa Duck. Papa Doug, he he into the healthy eating now, so it'll probably be he probably not into the cooking how he used to. It's a few rappers that can cook though, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, I take all on the water. I take all of you. <laughs> Tom, Tom. Hey man, hey look, look man, I, and I'm gonna tell y'all this man. I, I say it all the time, man. This this dude right here, this ain't just fake love with me, man. This is my guy. Like I, I, to watch the things, and I, and I told JP this man. Shouts out to Pito, man. Like I told him, man, I said the one thing that I love about Team Fetty is. Y'all do stuff, and it's, it's one of the things that, that I've, I've started to take from what y'all do. Because I, 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 I was like, Pito, I'm, I'm very captive. I'll be like, nah, I can't do that. And I wind up holding stuff, and then six weeks, six months have passed, and I'm still didn't even put it out there. And then somebody right. put something out that's close to what I might have had an idea for, and I'm mad. Now I think I got to go back to the drawing board and tweak my whole thing. That's why I hate waiting. That's why I hate waiting, bro. You right. know what I'm saying? And like, Pito get on me a lot about that because he like, you know what I'm saying? Nah, we don't want to just put out, you know, anything. We want to do it right. But sometimes I just be like, nah, it's just, sometimes it's just the idea. It's just the idea that you want to let people know that you thought of first. Or it's just the, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. even if it ain't perfect, I want to throw it out there and just say, nah, bro, I, I was on this first. You know right. what I'm saying? Because like you say, when, when somebody else do exactly what you was thinking of, then where does that leave you? You know what I'm saying? Right. Even though you can come and still do it better, but it's still you're not the pioneer of it at that point. Yeah, and that 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 seems to matter a lot in the in when you, especially when we talk about the streets, right? When you talk about the streets, it's like there's a certain different way that that the streets thinks, which brings me to something else that I really wanted to talk to you about, and because I and I and and I really wanted to have this conversation with you more so than anybody else because to me, you are an artist that has been moving. For years, and so you have moved in all different kinds of circles. You know some of the biggest, all the way down to some of the guys who are just starting. And of course, we all talk. We all know that the biggest deal in these last few days is we've lost another big deal in this rap game. Uh, Takeoff got killed in Houston. All kinds of stories out, and and shouts out to my guy Law, law the Law Father, who I talk about all the time, just so I stay out of trouble. Allegedly. He got hit by a stray, right? And the other rumor is it may have even been someone from his own team and someone else from the other side when the shots got to go on both ways. But either way, right? I think it's a super huge loss, right, when we talk about someone who has made it what we say. And again, I don't know if Takeoff was necessarily living in the hood growing up, but to all of us, right, he made it out, right? He made it to that level of success that we're like, bruh has really, really made it, right? Right. And, and so when I look at what happened to him and I look at the environment, I guess my first question to you is 
first and foremost, man, why are rappers still moving in what is widely considered? And I don't know everybody who was around him, but to a lot of people from the outside looking in, it seems like a careless way for someone of their stature to be moving. Because you think about it like Drake, right? Drake, not saying that Drake don't move around Houston with some of those same people that they're all associated with. But lots of times when I see Drake, too, there is real official security that is hired, that that's what they do for a living. And it's and, and, and what I say oftentimes about security, and I, t- I tell people this because I hire them for my parties and clubs like this. Sometimes I think the security thing gets misconstrued. To me, security has always been about de-escalation. Like, yo, let's get my, my client out of here. Let's de-escalate this issue when it comes to my client. Let me get my client out of here. Whereas a lot of times to me in these circles, which what look what it looked like from all the videos I've seen of that night. And again, I wasn't there. So allegedly it looked like it got escalated when it shouldn't have. And here we are. We've lost someone that was super important. No matter what you think about whether Migos that goes down into the all time greats for this generation, Migos has meant more than a lot to this. You know, what I'm saying to this generation of of hip hop, you know, what I'm saying just their style, everything they've done, what they've accomplished as a group. They going down in the top 10. I don't care what era you from. They got to go down in the top 10. So when I when I say that, man, what are your what are your initial thoughts or overview on, you know, just losing another young kid too at that point? The dude ain't even wasn't even 30. Right, 28. Um, my thoughts on it, okay, like, I'm going to go back. Let's break this thing down. So let's go back to the part where you said, uh, why you, why do I think rappers move kind of like weird like that, like uh, in an unsafe manner? Right. Because me speaking from a rapper standpoint and being in that position a lot of times, uh it's more like a thing where it's like it's something in the back of your mind and always because you get so much criticism as an artist. You know what I'm saying? You get so much uh, backlash as an artist about if you're real or not or if you're really street or not. You know what I'm saying? Or if you're really about what you're talking about in your music or not. And um, psychologically, bro, artists go through a lot dealing with that. That doesn't get shown on the um, surface, you know what I'm saying? But right. but deep down, deep down in our minds, it's like, nah, I'm really like that for real. Like everything I'm talking about, I'm really like that. If you if you're the type of artist, if you're not like a studio gangster artist, if you're the type of artist that um is really around these these type of environments, so when somebody calls that out, that 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 creates a bookmark in a, in your head as an artist. Like, okay, so. Bam, you know, the next time, you know, the, the, the uh, circumstances permit, I might have my neck out on the line a little bit just to show cats like mm-hmm. I'm really like really like that because that's the credibility that artists thrive, not even thrive for. But it's like that's the credibility that you find yourself trying to prove something to somebody, so to speak, because you want to you want to be accepted for who you are, not for something that you're not. You want to be accepted for this real one that you know you are in your mind. You know what I'm saying? Speaking from a real. Right. So, yeah, I done been in uh, positions, you know, and, 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 and I'm talking about like the the, the trappers of the traps. You know what I'm saying? Well, I know the devil dwells at. No, I ain't got no business over here. No, it's four in the morning. You know, these boys out here dicing and anybody can just come up and rob the whole dice game. Anybody can just come up and spray the whole the whole set where we at. We out here drinking. We out here hanging out. But no, nah, this is part of the real one persona that as an artist, you want to make sure you're still tapped in with your people on that level because you don't want to lose that. You don't right. want to lose 
credibility. You know what I'm saying? Right. So we get up in that as an artist. You don't want to lose that uh, credibility with the with the with the hood. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You want to be looked at as that artist that. Oh yeah, he don't swing through, which you should though, because I'm telling you, bro, the hood don't care that the streets don't care nothing about nobody. But some of us had to learn that the hard way, or it took us a long term, a long time to learn that the streets don't care nothing about nobody. So we as artists get caught up in that a lot, just making sure, not even trying to prove something. It's just making sure that we still tapped in with the hood, and the hood still know that, like, yeah, I still pull up. You know right. what I'm saying? And I think that it, that's important as far as being a real way in a lot of artists' eyes, bro. And that's where we lose sight at. And that's where a lot of stuff go left at. And that's where a lot of people lose their lives or lose their freedom at. You know what I'm saying? Right. As an artist. Yeah. Uh, I, I I got, and you can, you can, you can give me your feedback on this. I, I, I tend to, a lot of times on this podcast, have what Jason, my producer extraordinaire, and Melissa have labeled the unpopular opinion. Right. Right. And and here's my unpopular opinion okay. on, on on us losing takeoff. And it starts with a couple of things. But first, let me give you the opinion. The unpopular opinion is the culture kill takeoff. And here's why I think that to your point. Well, first off, let me back up. I had my man Sylvain Marshall on on the pod a few months back. Sylvain is an executive at, at Epic Records. And what Sylvain, mm-hmm. what one of the questions I asked Sylvain was, are the, are, is the internet the new streets right and Sylvan right. said you almost a fool if you don't understand that because that's where everything is moving you understand everybody's looking for streaming numbers everything is based on data everything it's hard to, you know what I'm saying like people come to the streets but that internet thing is what these A&Rs are searching for they're looking at your numbers they want to know all this about your following everything like that right and so right. when I say that to me what happens with that is this the numbers are started with us because it starts, like you said, with those homeboys you understand that help you even get that energy to make that music or those people you around that that's where you starting to get that talent from and it's honed in and you start making that music. But these right. numbers come from people who got this device and they can right. be from anywhere. And a lot of times what's happening now is it's Jennifer that live in this gated community that she just love watching that. She right. online buying the Yeezys and buying the Dunks because she got the sneakers app. She ain't never right. had to stand in line like we did and really live that life to go to that party where they where they retweet from. We in there causing the tweets because we living that life, right? Right. But being an artist like yourself and these artists out there, right? In order for anyone to think we're really doing something, though, we gotta run up numbers. Right. And so we start chasing numbers, and once we start chasing numbers we start doing anything to get to those numbers and we start making little careless mistakes and little stuff like that, that normally to your point, you probably wouldn't make or you probably wouldn't put yourself in that situation. But in order to keep these numbers going and that sort of thing, because that's how the deals come. That's why, that's why Adidas wants to do a sneaker with you. That's why the, the liquor company calls you because you moving things, right? You an influencer. Those numbers move because you post something and us chasing that, we get killed in real time on that screen. And when mm-hmm. Jennifer and Dwayne or, or you know or, or Derek are done with that phase of their life, they close their gated community up. They throw them dunks away and put on their Sperry ciders that they want to wear now because they ain't back in that phase. And they right. go to college. But we dying in real time because we're yeah. chasing numbers. And that to me is what I'm having an issue with. And that's what I'm trying to figure out. How do we help that, man? Because... 
to your point, man, I, I want rappers to, to get to that point where they can tell these stories like you talking about what you've been through and still going to the next set of things. Well, right now we living in a, um, I seen a dude, I think his name's Sadie Nash. I seen him um, say something on, um, on, on, on YouTube and he was saying that we are in a murder porn era. You know what I'm saying? And that's like basically like what these suburban kids, they don't, they never been out on the block and see somebody get their top knocked off and really seen it in real life. But they, they, but, they, but you know, they see it all day on the internet and it don't really mean nothing to them because they don't really identify with it. It's really just all like a television show to them. Right. It's like a reality show that they don't have to really be in reality with. You know what I'm saying? So it's really kind of hard to stop it. And then the streets, even the streets is on the internet now. You got all the all the neighborhoods, all the gangs, they taunting each other on the internet. Right. You know what I'm saying? They making posters about each other on the internet. You know what I'm saying? One of them catch a, one 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 group catch another op slipping and then they put they post it on the internet when they doing stuff. So everything is just right here on the internet. All the and it's all entertainment for people who don't even live nowhere like that. Nowhere near like that. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Right. It's all entertainment and it becomes addictive to it and it, and, it, and we all all becoming desensitized to it. Like right now, like rest in peace, take off, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's how many people gonna be talking about it though? You know what I'm saying? A month from now. Just right. his loved ones, just his loved ones and people that he really touched on a, on another level. You know what I'm saying? And, and his core like fans that really was like people that was really rocking with him like in their heart. You know what I'm saying? Right. Gonna be the people who gonna be who's who still talking about PNB rock. It's sad, bro. Right. We done moved on. Like as a society on the internet, we done moved on from the Nipsies, from the well, who was the most recent? It was PNB rock, and then before PNB rock, who was it? It was Dolph it was, like, was in oh, Dolph was in there, Pop Smoke yeah. was in there. Um right, right. and not, not to be Jay Youngin was in there in Jacksonville. So you got all these like you said, it's been so many though. Like you said, it be, it becomes we talk about it for a week. And the internet moves to something else because something right. else becomes the most trending thing, right? And take off ain't it today? Tomorrow could be back to Kanye. It could be Kyrie with his retirement, you know, because it's all these different things, and we wind it's up in these arguments with each other. Yeah, the takeoff thing took the the light off Kanye, so then now it's takeoff, and then you know, as the world turns, like they say, life goes on. Events are going to continue to happen, so. You just got these people who just sit and shark the internet just waiting on the next person to die or waiting on the next person to go to jail or get drunk and make a fool of themselves in an airport or go on some rant. That's just, that's where we live in. Like, that's the time we living in right now, bro. So it's like, we really desensitized to uh, reality. The only people that's really feeling that reality is the people that is really affected. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, take off mama gonna feel this forever. His family gonna feel this forever. Quavo gonna feel this forever. Offset gonna feel this forever. But the world's not, bro. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know what I mean? Even like, even with like my homeboys in the hood that done died that I knew personally, like my neighborhood not still talking about all of them every day like how they was when they first passed. We may do like a, you know what I'm saying? Like a, a, a memorial. You know what I'm saying? Now, I do have a couple homeboys. They done went and bought chains with some of our homeboys that done died, put their name on it, they wear it every day. But those are the people I'm talking about that's affected for life by it. Right. The, the average person done moved on. They ain't thinking about it until we throw a block party for a one-year anniversary from that person that died or something like that or a five-year anniversary or their birthday or something like that. Other than that, life goes on for everybody. Right. You know what I'm saying? 
So just imagine the internet, and that's real life I was just talking about. So imagine the internet. People move on in real life, so the internet is already it's already the next thing. You might you you could be on your phone and you could see somebody a rapper that died, and then you're gonna be like, damn. And then like 30 minutes later, you're gonna be in your phone looking at Kyrie. Or you're gonna be you gonna be in your phone looking at Draymond cussing somebody out of swing. You know what I mean? Right. It's it's too much going on. It's too much updating going on to stay stuck on one thing to the world. You know what right. I mean? And depending on the popularity of the artist and depending on the age, because right since takeoff has passed, if you're older school, Hurricane G passed away from cancer, right? She passed away and she was she was living in a in a hospice with people didn't even know, right? So, and then she passed. So depending on where you listen to, and I listen to Rock the Bells a lot, shouts out to LL Cool J and his whole team, right? So that's kind of where I got that from at first. And I saw like the Red Mans and those people who she really was like family with it touched them more so but to your point man so do you think though that um do you think that there's some truth and i i guess there has to be everybody saying you know and i've, I've seen bootsy say it a lot i've seen a, a lot of artists come out and say like being a rapper might be the most dangerous job to have right now yeah it is it is because like i say back to back to um Depending on what type of rapper you are, a, a, a street rapper is is the most dangerous uh, job in America. Not all rappers, because you got if you a Will Smith rapper, you really don't have anything to worry about because you're not in that genre, you're not living in that world, you're not speaking those words, you're not around that energy. Right. You know what I'm saying? But if you're a street rapper that came from a street origin and uh, and came up around street people, and this is what you have embedded in the people's minds about you you're always a target because it's always, unfortunately, in our community, you know what I'm saying? It's always somebody that's looking for a, a strike to get off you. It's always a young cat waiting like, oh, what he said? Oh, I'm waiting on him. Even though he ain't say nothing, I wish he would say something. I'm waiting on him. Who he supposed to be? Right. Who the fuck you? Oh, you can't cuss on here, right? Nah, you good, you good. You good. Oh, yeah, it's like, it's like who you supposed to be? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, oh he got money. I got money, too. He got a chain. I got a chain. He ain't nobody. I want him to say something to me. I want him to say something at this dice game because we, because or whatever it is, you know what I'm saying. Right. I want him to say something at this, at this, at this flag football game because we won and he mad. Say something, bro. I want you to because I want to get this stripe off of you. I want to beat you up so I can go viral. I want to shoot you so I can get the respect of a person who shots of a, a person of importance. Right. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. So this is that's what we. That's what we own, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, Tom G out there. Oh yeah, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, the the, the good thing about me is the approach that I take is, you know, I I, I kind of like be neutral with everybody. I never really got into the. I did go through a lot of stuff in the streets, you know what I'm saying? But I didn't let it overtake me to the point where it was it was something I couldn't come back from. So right. I, I always kept a neutral. I always kept and always keep a neutral um face in the community where it's like. Nah, Tom good, but Tom ain't Tom don't stand for that. Tom don't bring that kind of energy. Right. That's what you gotta do. You gotta just redirect the energy, bro. Because if you still standing on the negative part that you may have started on or you may have spoke on because that was your surroundings, that's what you went through, then you always gotta be looking for, you know, that jealousy is crazy. The jealousy is crazy, bro. Hey, we, we, we've been through different phases of this hip hop thing and you and I have, have seen it, right? We've seen everything from the Tupac to Native Tongues to Gangster Rap to LL Cool J and the, the love thing that he did, of course. If, if you're a student of this game, you know what Run DMC and those kind of groups have meant. Like you said, the, the Coles, the Kanye's. It seems like yeah. this gang thing, though, is 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 hanging here for like it's hovering here. 
do you do you you see us making a shift like do you do you see and and you in this you watching especially from being a record executive like you are like you watching for talent that sort of thing are you seeing kind of a shift out of this because we're we're losing important artists like a pop smoke like a pnb rock like like a like a uh takeoff we're losing dudes like that who really mean a lot to what where the music is supposed to be right now are you you know because you might be looking in a place that where things are going right that's a record exec i'm sure that's your part of your gig right you like like me as a dj i'll be like oh that that might be the next thing right you know uh, i'm gonna get a little bit of this dance sound and what i'm doing you know like little uzi vert drops this record right now that he just do uzi do what he want to do and that's what i love about him right are you seeing like a a shift that hasn't bubbled over yet into the masses but it might be the next thing to kind of shift us a little bit out of this kind of kind of like a harmful phase that we kind of in right now yeah, I, de- I definitely see it shifting. It's just going to take, um, you know, um, our, our, our kind, our society, we are, uh, we follow the trends. So all it takes is for somebody to make the right type of records and then for people to see those records are monetized and that artist is getting money off that type of music and it's not the gang violence and it's not the, the ratchet, you know, type of music and the type of energy. And they gonna say, oh, all right, well, we gonna switch up to this right here because that's how they eat right now. Right now, it's just really going crazy for real because the gang, the gang shit is where they eat. Like, like they they let the streets come eat in the rap game, bro. Right. Like the streets all always was eating, but now they letting like the young shooters that don't have the morals and the respect that even NWA may have had, even though they was wilding in their time, but they had the yes ma'am, no ma'am, no no women, no kids, when we involving when, when there's anything like gangster going on, they letting the ones that don't have those type of morals eat off the rap game now. Right. So now you got a bunch of kids that ain't been uh, ain't been like taught correctly, ain't been raised correctly by the right mothers, fathers, or the right OGs in their neighborhood, they ain't been really like, ain't, no, ain't nobody yanking nobody coattail saying, nah, jit. You say yes, ma'am, when you talking to her. Nah, jit. No women, no children. With, don't You ain't riding by the house and just shooting that house up. It's children in there. Nah, jit. It, they not being taught that. So right. these are the these the youngest that's eating and getting millions off rap now. So right. now, it's just a, it, it, it's a, it's a, it's a stampede of that going on right now. So until it wash out, it's going to be there for a little bit, but I think it'll wash out, dog. Yeah. I think it'll wash out. I consider myself the media, and I do think that we are not being held as accountable as we should, right? Because we know the big thing now is, right, part of your publicity, part of the things that move you is getting posted on these blogs. Right. How much of a part do you think that the blogs are playing in the bad side being showcased super heavy? I mean, you you saw the 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 takeoff video was flying around every blog had it. it was like every two or three posts any blog you follow they were showing that video or or something about it that sort of thing do you think the blog thing because you know and, and now denzel said this one time denzel said we no longer have news we have opinions because what happens is we'll give a little bit of facts about a story and then they bring two guys on the screen like me and you and we get to arguing about each side so we didn't forgot what the real story was because now it's just all about our opinion and what we think about it how right. how responsible or how accountable do you think that the blogs and the news dudes or the dudes who do this, what I do, how accountable do you think that we should be? Uh, very accountable because y'all are the media outlets. Um, just like, you know, um, like back when we was little, we watched the news. Anything in the news say we believe it, right? Anything in the news say to this day, you know, if we, if we, if we turn on uh, 
whatever cable company you got and you watch the news, whatever, whatever they saying on the news, you're pretty much going to believe, you know what I'm saying? So it's the same thing with the blogs, you know, uh, it's very important that the blogs put out the, you know, the right information, but they also going to do, it, it's a cloud thing with the blogs as well. With most of them, not more so like with you, I know you're going to put out solid content, but most of these blogs going to do clickbait, bro. Clickbait is what sells. Clickbait is what bring in the money for advertisement for these people to keep on thriving. And you know, right. It's they, it, it, world star, world star started it. And then now you got say cheese and now you got all these other ones. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's clickbait, bro. Even with, um, even with um, Shade Room, it's clickbait, but Shade Room is more on the positive side, so it show you that it can be done more on the positive side, too. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you do positive clickbait. You don't do the negative clickbait, but it's more negative in the world. Negativity, I heard Charlemagne say something one day, uh, people would rather believe a lie than believe the truth because the lie is more entertaining. Right. So, yeah, so we're going to post the lies. We're going to yeah. post the lies because that's what they're going to believe. Yeah, and I, you know? I have I have my man on one day, the dude who who created Media Takeout, and he literally said, he goes, bro, we don't, we kind of just put like the captions up. We don't even really put a lot of pictures. It's it's captions, and everything kind of just rolls like this. And he said we would literally put the good story next to the bad ones, and everybody just kept going to the bad stories. He goes, so you you totally like you. We can't totally blame them because, like to your point, right? When you when you start work, working on a business model, a lot of times to your other point, right? there's no gatekeepers pretty much anymore with this internet. It's just like a free for all and go, right? So it's more like, I'll catch up to the facts later. I just gotta be the first one to get this up. Right. And yeah. when I notice sometimes they'll put a twist in um the caption, like the caption, like if you go on YouTube and look, right? They'll do like, um what they're doing now on YouTube, they'll put like uh, so-and-so was shot dead on such and such day, you know what I'm saying? This happened, like the shooter, the, the, the person that supposedly shot takeoff, is shot dead, but it's a whole lot. I mean, whoever right. they talking about ain't even dead. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And they got this picture up there on YouTube, and it's somebody laying on the ground, and somebody standing over them. And you thinking when you click this, you gonna see somebody get shot because this is what they showing you. Right. You know what I'm saying? For the clickbait. Yeah. So, yeah, I, yeah. I literally saw that. Speaking of that, right? I saw uh, Quavo speaks, right? And I right. clicked on it because I I was like, did he actually come out and say something? And I clicked on it on YouTube. And it's a video that's before takeoff is even passed. And Quavo's actually like sitting in a diner somewhere. And he not even, he's just, he just on live. He's not even yeah. really saying much. He might say something to the waitress. Every, he might, hey, can I have some sugar, please? Because he, he's very polite. But it has nothing to do. But now I didn't click. I didn't give him the click now. You understand yeah, what I'm man. saying? And, and, and that to me is, I don't know, man. Um, I, I, just, I just love this hip hop in a different way, man. And to me, it's, it's to your point, right? It's given too many of us a chance to be great, right? And you don't necessarily have to be the rapper, but just associated with the things that have been 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 able to happen. And I just don't want it to get messed up, which, you know what I'm saying, seems to be the path that it's on. And I also hate that we're not understanding owning it the right way, right? In the bigger picture, right? I just I just want us to get to that, man, because it's like you said, it's too many of us doing really dope things to one, to not understand the business by now. And for two, to when we get to the kind of success that a takeoff that a takeoff got to, that a pop smoke got to. Pop smoke made it out of Brooklyn, bro. How do you get killed in a million dollar house in LA? That ain't supposed because to happen. 
And it's I mean, not, we know how it happened. We know how it happened. We we know yeah. it was the carelessness and and the social media again played a part. We we really know how it happened. But I mean, in the point of like, that's what we all seem to be. when we ta- when I'm talking to you, we're talking about greatness and what we can do for our families and the, and the next generation. We think it pop smoke is almost there. Right. Yeah, he was almost there. Definitely. You know, you know what I'm saying. You know where he'll be at right now. You feel me? Man, listen. Man, listen. Speaking of the, of the drill scene, let, let's go there for a minute because I, I know you got to go soon. What What's your take on the drill scene? And have you have you thought about diving into the drill scene, or have you looked at any artists that are in the drill scene? Do you do you do you I, does I the drill scene move you at all? Yeah, now I got a bunch of little homeboys that you know that um that I know personally and I like them, and you know uh, I, I have a real personal interest in them as artists and all that, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't dive into it with them, most of them, you know what I'm saying? Um, because I just don't want to bring that energy onto my plate, you feel me? And I don't want to, and, it, and it's deeper with me. It's like, you know, these labels, they sign these kids, you know what I'm saying? And they're going to profit off these kids, but they really don't care the content that you put millions of dollars to, to put out, bro. It's like, you like, do you care about that part of it? Do it really, do it mess with your conscience that you put millions of dollars out you know what I'm saying? Pretty much for this kid to be targeted to die because of what they saying. You gonna help him die? You gonna help him? You know what I'm saying? You gonna help him put that energy out there, bro? Which it means because you see money, or right. or you can tell him nah, bro. Like even with like Kodak, that's my little partner. Even when I wrote him when he was in prison, I say, dog, like you know what I'm saying? You a very bright young black man. You know what I'm saying? Young black king, you 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 got it, bro. You talented. You wordplay. You can sing. You can rap. You got charisma. You got you know what I'm saying? Everything about yourself, bro. You know, it just you know at being young, just like I was young, being your age like that. I, I just wish I was on the road with you when you first started doing your thing. Even if you would have got mad at me and told me, nah, dog, you got to get off the bus and go home. I would have made you tell me that because I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what you need to hear, and I ain't gonna just be like, yes, 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 to everything you saying. Right. So I won't be sent home. You need the right people around you, bro, to kind of guide you. You know what I'm saying? And we all from the streets. Ain't nothing wrong with talking about the streets. Right. I'm going to talk about the streets all day long because that's where I'm from. But I'm going to talk about growing from the streets. And I'm going to talk about what I went through in the streets. But I ain't going to be talking about just craziness. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like shooting up the car with babies in it and all that. that that's right. what we're going to the line, that's what we ain't gonna do. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Not saying that's what Kodak talking about. I'm talking about that's what the jits out here knowing like a lot of these jits, they talking like that and when you speaking on the drill scene. Right. You feel me? They talking crazy. Like it and it, you know, you got kids out here that's listening to music and they're gonna do exactly what they hear that music say. Whatever whatever morals are in that song, they just that weak that they'll live by those codes in that song. So if you ain't telling them something to elevate their mind to where they gotta be moving right or moving like a real G supposed to, they gonna move like they don't got no morals. Then everybody gonna say, uh, they out here like, they ain't no guidance. It ain't no, you right, it ain't no guidance. Ain't nobody pulling them by the coattail because ain't nobody trying to be confronted by no Gs. And you know, half of these niggas scared to even say something to them because they don't want nothing to take place. Right. But it's all about an approach. It's all about how you approach him, how you talk to him. You can tell, man, he just a listen. They be dying for, they be dying for advice, bro. Right. And man, I, they the advice. And to your point, though, I, and and I want to, I want to also too. I want to make sure that we say this because sometimes, like you said, to your point, right? We get to talking about these jits like we never were jits, right? Like we did. Right. Like and and I watch some dudes talk and talk about this younger generation, bro. I I remember when this rap shit started. Like my sister went to high school with Cool Herc, and my mom yeah. was like. 
is there really a need to scratch those records? That's what she would tell my brothers, right? Like, like there, there's really no need because she didn't understand it then. So there's always been somebody that was like challenging to whatever was going on. But to right. your point, right? And I tell people this about me. I said, bro, you know why I'm able to kind of be in any circle by myself? Because I respect all those circles. Like I don't right. go to no I don't go to no hustler dude and tell him, yo, you need to be doing this. Now if we nah. have a talk, if we have a talk about some things and it's a respectful man to man talk, I'll tell him what I don't agree with. But it's not on no like telling you what you what you gotta do to your family and how you this and you that. And also what I've also tried to do is any of them who have asked me advice about what they think that I'm pretty smart in, which is this entertainment game, I've always been honest with them. And to your point, right? I've never been to the point where I'm like, Hey man, just give me your money because I know they got it right. I'm gonna just take their money, knowing that I'm doing all wrong. And so I think, right. I think the same. I take the same approach when I come when it comes to the jits. It is a lot to your point that we can learn from the jits. They understand how to move around that phone, and I try to be encouraging to them. And I tell them I'll be like, you don't even realize you one of the you part of the baddest marketing team out here. And when you tell them like that, they'll be like, what do you mean? I'll be like, bruh. Every time you share somebody content to your friends and they share it, y'all a marketing right. team. Bro, do you when you right. when you shooting these videos with your phone and you moving around TikTok, I mean when I ran it when me and VC got really tight, VC shot his whole part to our video rolling in the bay in this in on his phone in yeah. Snapchat in, yeah. a, in a 15 minute period. That yeah. showed me if I didn't know before that, there's a lot to be learned from the Jits. Yeah, it you know is. what I'm saying? Like they just know stuff. And to your point, it's like a, it's like a give and take listening thing because technology moving, they born with a phone in their hand. They moving different. So when you talk to them like like and it's not like like you said, it's, it's nothing to be respect can go both ways. Just because they're younger does not mean that they don't have to be respected. It's just like a pastor. Like I was at a funeral one time. You know what I'm saying? And this when I learned like it's an approach to everything. You don't like. Cause people always tell me like, man, one day you're going to be a preacher. And I, and I believe it, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, even if I don't be the pastor, like of a church, I'm, I'm a preacher now. I'm a street preacher now. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I talk to the youth and they listen, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I, I learned this from this pastor. We was at a funeral and it was a funeral of somebody from the streets that died. And these, you know, if somebody from the streets died, that's loved by the streets, you know, who's coming to the funeral. Right. right. So soon as they get in now, soon as everybody walk in, the pastor just put everybody on the spot. Like, oh, no, 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 y'all ain't coming in the house of the Lord like that. Pull your pants up, take them hats off. Just put these people on the spot. Man, a bunch of people just got up and left. See, you know how many people you just lost that you might have could have gained on right. the strength of, of, of bringing more people to God? You know how many more young people that you could have brought to God or, or at least made them reference God that may have wasn't even thinking about God. Right. And then you just put them on the spot like that and just ran them off. That's the same thing I do with the Jits. I, I step to them on a, on a level where they got a vibe with me. You know what I'm saying? And then I give it to you, but I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to listen to, you know, what you on, and then I'm going to give you a little game. You know what I'm saying? That's just like when I was a Jit, man, they used to always tell us, bro, hey, you know, it's yes, man, when you're talking to older older women. And you know what I'm saying? When y'all see that lady, we might be out here trapping right now and chasing cars and making sales. But when that lady who house we in front of and all that, there, she already probably aggravated because we out here. When y'all see her taking her trash, get that trash, Jit, and take it to the front. When y'all see her getting groceries out of her car, get them groceries and help her take them in the house, Jit. You know what I'm saying? Right. They, that's, that's, the, that's the OG game that has to continue to be taught in an agenda that has to continue to be pushed. So at least even if you out here in the streets, you got some type of code you living by. You know what I'm saying? Right. 
Right. Man. Tom, we could do it all day, man. I, I, I appreciate you, man. Um, What's next, man? What's next for you and Team Fetty, man? What you got coming up? I, I, I know something in the works. Are we, are we, are we just like looking towards 2023? Are we, we doing yeah. something? This, we going to finish the fourth quarter out? How we doing? Yeah, I'm gonna do a couple. I'm gonna drop a couple of videos and stuff. Uh, fourth quarter, um, probably like starting like next week. I got a couple of videos. I've been shooting so much, you know, music, so many videos, recording music. I just opened up a studio compound. You know what I'm saying? Me and two of my partners, me Pito and Po. You know what I'm saying? We just opened up a studio compound, multimedia. You know what I'm saying? And that's another thing we're working on, uh, where we can get like you know the youth together and kind of like put a program together and get some grants going where we can bring the youth in and they can learn a trade in the music business. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's photography, uh-huh. yeah, whether it's photography, whether it's uh, 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 videography or engineering, uh, you know what I'm saying? Just being an intern at a studio, you know, all together, whatever right. it is, you can start right here and learn. You want to learn how to play the drums. You want to learn how to play any type of instrument. You want to be a DJ, whatever it is, you know what I'm saying, that is pertaining to the music business. We got it right here at this spot. Graphic design, all that, you know what I'm saying, podcasting, all that. So, you know, we're looking for, um, we write some, writing up a couple of grants right now, uh, proposals, you know what I'm okay. saying, so we, yeah, so we can get that done and get that brought to the studio. Okay. Um, Meanwhile, yeah, that's it. Just working, bro. Just keeping my feet moving. Working on movies, working on books. You know what I'm saying? 2023, just looking for it. You know, I'm, I'm looking to open a restaurant at least by this time in 2023, you know? Hey, <laughs> you, you know they're going to want to know this, man. I, uh, since you're out here, you know, and you, you're looking to expand the the the, uh, the roster that is Team Fetty. You got your eyes on any artists out here? Uh... Or any, I do. any artist peaking your eating or just, or just let, let's do this. Any artist that you that you that you see really moving well right now in the in the Tampa Bay area? Uh, yes, yeah, a lot of them. Um, it's, it's too many to kind of name, okay. and I don't want to get into the names right. because right, somebody yeah. right. I ain't <laughs> like, you know, like I say, I, I mess with everybody pretty much. You know what I'm saying? But right now, I'm just watching. I'm watching um character right now. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I don't even because I I kind of been through. You know, the approaching certain artists. And I just don't want to get into the um I don't want to get into the 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 part of the artistry where I'm working with somebody who kinda like don't know what they want to do. I wanna be you know, I want I want the artist to be sure, you know, right. they wanna go in and you know what I mean, and we can make it happen like that. So I'm really just sitting back watching right now. And, it, and I'm working with I'm hands on with a lot of them though. Like we do music together, we can do that all day. Music, shoot videos guidance, you know what I'm saying, advice, whatever it is, I can help you with, yeah, but I don't want to pledge my allegiance to, you know, nobody right now to, like, I know that they really ready, you feel me? All right, man. Hey, man, the <laughs> homie, my brother, my family, Tom G, man, shouts out to Team Fetty, too, man, everybody that's in the camp, man, and and lots of lots of success to you, man, you know, you know I'm going to be right there, man, because I want, I want to see, I want to be a part of it, I want to be, you know, I'm, I'm, I definitely want to be in that grand opening of the restaurant, too, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, Tom, Tom. I'm, I'm, I got you before that. You know what I might do for Christmas, man? You know, so I might throw like an appreciation for people like you and, you know, people that, uh, you know. I'm, I'll be right. Hey, hey, I, I, I got a beard for just such an occasion. I, I wear the things. I got a beard right to I wear the such. I mean, you can wear a beard over here. Yes, yes, yes. I am ready. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Tom, for those who don't know, man, where can they find you at on social media, man? 
Uh, Tom G eight one three man, you already know Tom G eight one three. That's on Instagram, and um, on, I'm not really on Twitter like that, but you can still look at Tom G eight one three on Twitter. All platforms actually, Facebook, yeah. And I'm, I'm I'm starting up a little TikTok too. I'm putting all my cooking videos on TikTok. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh. Tommy in the kitchen. Oh, Tommy in the kitchen, <laughs> my man. Tom G man, as always, man. Like, download, subscribe at DJ Eakin TV on that YouTube channel, man. Don't forget, and um, across uh, all platforms at DJ Eakin, download, like, all that good stuff man uh uh and shouts out to my guys over at radio influence man it's the dj aiken podcast man my man tom g my brother my family i appreciate you man thank you a lot man for taking the time man salute